hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Nailed it. I'm worried that one day you're going to like lose that clip or something, and it's just going to be a really awkward way to start a podcast. <laughs> just, I'm going to forget to put it in. Exactly. I'm just going to go. Register. Start with me shouting. Not that different, honestly, no. than what it is now. It's fine. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. And we are here discussing episode 18. Uh, no, chapter 18. Yeah, come on. Chapter, Episodes. Right, What is I know. some basic stuff? Chapter 18, When a Stranger Calls. That's right. Stella, chill the fuck out. Of course, uh... We made last week. We uh, we said, well, okay. So we made a commitment to read all the reviews, and last week we didn't read all the reviews, and we got even more reviews. Yeah, we didn't so think that through. We're gonna power through some reviews right now. We are just because we love you guys so much, and thank you for leaving us a review. Honestly, it is so nice that you guys take the time to leave us nice messages. You don't know how much they make us happy, and you know sometimes life is hard. I spilled miso soup all over myself last night. I just said this story a lot to John. <laughs> John just rolled his eyes. She is not a successful adult. No, I am not. At least not at sushi bars. It was revolving sushi, too. It was really cool. It was my first time, like, at this place. And well, that sounds fun. And I embarrassed myself. I can never go back. Was it one with, like, the little, the little like, uh, track that goes around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should re- go. It's great. For a second, I thought revolving was, like, you're in one of those restaurants that spins. Oh, my God. No, that would be so much cooler. You ever done one of those? No. They're so cool. Where are they? They're, like... In Seattle, like any any of the any of those suits with like a tall space needly looking thing with the round. I would love to do that. But I went to one in Canada once. Do the flo- does the floor just rotate though? Yeah, yeah. It's okay, uh, cool. it's like you're you're on a conveyor belt basically that's spinning. That's but cool. But the kitchen is is stands still in the middle. That's uh, cool. And the bar is so cool. Too. But imagine being a waiter and you're like, "Where's my section? Oh, God, no. no, where my section go?" That'd actually be very confusing. So. We got a nice review on uh, from Collier Nine. This best Riverdale podcast, five stars. I love Riverdale, and I love listening to your podcast. It's one of the best parts of my week. Aww. Short, sweet, simple. Now we we read the one before that, right? Yes. Cool. Cool. Okay. So hilarious and honest. This is from Pacey, and it was from Halloween. If you love Riverdale and like to laugh, this is a podcast for you. They are quite insightful and while also not being afraid to call the show out for some poor choices, this helps me get through to the next episode. Highlights. Aww. Caitlin's Betty impressions. Absolute favorite and the hatred for Polly, Miss Grundy, and her Lolita glasses. (laughs) The summary sections at the end, prom queen, uh, chaperone, etc. Things no teenager would ever say. Do yourself a favor and listen. Yay. So nice. I should pay more attention for things no teenager things teenagers don't They've say. They've been saying things like teenagers, or yeah. we've just been so used to I it. I mean, they're so far outside the box of exactly. what normal teenagers would be going through at this point. That I feel like it's okay. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, love it. Five stars from Liv Tompkins. Really enjoying these recaps. Great host chemistry and sharp and witty observations. Yay. Everything you want from a recap show. Started listening with season two. I'm typically stubborn about recap shows, but Caitlin and John are so inviting with their humor and great commentary. Fun podcast. Definitely recommend. I'm in love. Heart face smiley emoji from LP's Warrior Freak. Uh, five stars. My new pod, my, my new favorite podcast for TV currently. I can't wait to see how you guys develop new opinions and ideas about who could be the killer. Thanks for all you do. Also, I'm not sure if I read, but the last one is from... Yo soy leche? Yo soy leche. I think. 
nailed it. The next one is Amazing by Nick Cam. I love this podcast. They cover all the essential Riverdale topics and think the Kellers did it. The best fan theory. Thank you. It's absolutely perfect. I look forward to it every week. Plus the Betty impression, I'm sorry, imitation that Caitlin did is absolutely spot on. Uh, we got Riverdale Addict from C 63 My Riverdale obsession is real, and I'm so thankful to have this podcast to listen to while I count down the minutes until the next episode airs each week. I love learning the historical background and hidden symbolisms uh, that the podcast discusses. Listening has only made me fall more in love with the show. I just can't get enough, and I am constantly laughing while listening. BTW, Caitlin's impression of Betty is dead on. I can't even. It's perfect, and so is the podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm glad everyone loves your, your Betty impression. I'm really surprised. <laughs> you really? Yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> Oh, I feel like Lily Reinhardt suffers no fools, and I'm afraid that she's going to one day... She's going to find out this, about you? And she's going to be mad. But it's not an insulting impression, I don't think. That would be that would be amazing if I found out that any of the cast members heard our show. Yeah, it would be really cool. But, like, from what I've said, most actors, like, they don't watch their own stuff, so, like, so why would they, they listen to podcasts about their own stuff? I do, yeah. That would be kind of weird. Right? Okay, guys. So, so. chapter 18... The, a stranger calls. So, does, do you want to know what the episode is about, John? Oh my God! Tell me what the tell me what the title's about. The Caitlin. title is about. Okay, it is based on a 1979 American psychological horror film. By the way, this is from Wikipedia. But um, the movie, when a stranger hey, good, calls. I'm glad you credited your source. Uh, <laughs> that would not be admissible in high school, of no, course. I Come know. on, Wikipedia or journalism. But um, so basically, it is. The classic horror movie, the classic scary story, um, you know, you're the babysitter. Is this the, is the, the phone calls coming from inside the house? The phone calls coming from inside the house. That's oh what my the God. movie is essentially based oh on. Oh my God. Wait, but, but this backs up the Hal theory then. The phone calls the coming phone from inside the house. That's true. But anyway, let me talk to you guys about something because I know you kids probably just saw the remake in 2006, When God, a Stranger what Calls. what a bunch of basics. What a bunch of basics. No, it's okay. It's fine. Um, you're not basic. I was just teasing you. The one with Camilla Bell. (laughs) Um, I don't want to insult you, my loving audience. (laughs) But let me talk to you about the difference between... Sorry, that's my dog. She's sniffing. John's playing with her and it's... Like, do they need the explanation of this point? Yes, because I want to tell everybody how fucked up this movie is. Uh, No, I mean about Stella. Oh, yeah, that's Stella. Like, like, they all... They know. They gotta know by now, right? I know, but I don't want anyone to be like, what's that weird sniffling? (laughs) What is John doing? Um, is she eating? <laughs> is she eating? Oh my god, that was so bad. Um, so yeah, so this movie is... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So this movie, basically, the babysitter, you know, she gets a phone call, blah, 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 about the kids. In the 2006 remake, everyone is fucking fine. Like, I think Katie Cassidy dies, but everyone else is like, Not Katie fine. Cassidy. I know. She's on Arrow. I, um, yeah, she died in that, too. That's a spoiler for me. That's fine. It's yeah, fine. like you were ever going to watch Never. Arrow. We'll see. But um, in the original movie, the kids fucking die. They are murdered. Isn't that horrible? Like, there are horror movies that kill the kids, and there are horror movies that don't kill the kids. Yeah, but which is usually the better horror movie? Well, some horror movies don't have kids. Those are the real great horror movies. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't know. It didn't kill any of the kids. Oh, no, it no, killed Georgie. it did kill the kids. That's exactly where I learned this line from. I was listening to a podcast where they're like, 
Some movies kill the kids. It proved it killed the kids. It killed one kid. Uh, no, it killed most dude, kids. I like, guess I wouldn't call a teenager a kid is all. Like the high schooler who gets got. So you don't feel any sympathy when the teenagers get got. Actually. Well, that guy was was part of the group that started so stabbing the other child and like carving things into him. So Right, that was really bad. So yeah. that's really interesting though because I do feel like we have as a society much less sympathy for the death of more than one teenager than we do even like adults on screen. The difference is when it's one teenager and that teenager becomes a central mystery. Do you know what I mean? But if like people are just being slashed, I mean, think about about Stranger Things. It's almost like a perfect example of this where uh, Will goes missing and everyone loses their minds and it's like a child's disappeared. He might be dead. Barb goes missing. They're like, that teenager ran away from home. Yeah, unless Barb was like a like an exceptionally beautiful prom queen type right. person. Yeah. Now that Shannon Purser's not it's cute. It's just that I, really, I don't think yeah. people think very highly of teenagers. Yeah. Uh, just in general. Like, thing. children, you're like, they're children. Mm-hmm. They'll get better. Uh, teenagers, Maybe. you're like, ugh, oh, they're the worst. They're the worst, and they're probably always going to be like this. Even though, like, I was the worst as a teenager, and I got better. Like, I'm still the worst. I'm the worst now, though. Yeah. So. But that just see. means you can only get better from here. Exactly. This is rock bottom. I know. Miso soup covered <laughs> jeans is rock bottom. Should we talk about Riverdale? Let's talk about Riverdale. Uh, this episode is written by Aaron Allen. Hey. Who. Oh, he wrote a lot of things. Hold on. Those aren't writing credits. Oh. Yeah, they are. He's written four things. Uh. This is his second episode of Riverdale after Chapter 7 in A Lonely Place. Uh, he's written for Legends. Which is not Legends of Tomorrow? No, I'm pretty sure that's the one that um, Sean Bean was in on TNT. Is it about Channing Tatum? I said Sean Bean. No, I know Channing Tatum, the legend. Oh. <laughs> Are we... <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize that that one bit really hit you this hard. <laughs> it did. Sorry, go on. For me, it was like an offhand, ha-ha, thing. Uh, he wrote on Dallas and Big Love. Okay. Which one was in A Lonely Place? Wasn't that with the Maple oh, Sierra Factory? Oh, that's the one where uh, uh, it's a big Polly episode. It's one where Polly like, yes. goes missing and they have to track her down. The Lonely Place is the nunnery. No, 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 no. It's after she ran away from the nunnery. Oh, my God. Remember she jumped through the window? I would love to have seen how she pulled that one off. She just ran. Uh, it was directed by Ellen S. Pressman. This is her first episode of Riverdale that she's directed. She also did episodes of Windfall, Everwood, ooh, Jack and Bobby. Remember Jack and Bobby? That was one, one of them was the president, but it was not one the one. of them was going to be the president, and Jack. they wouldn't tell you which one. She did two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wait, wait, who ended up being the president? Uh, I think it was Bobby, the and, younger one. Okay, I'm gonna who also like ends up with the girl who like Jack's hitting on at the start of the show. Wow, that was a that was a Greg Berlanti show. Yeah, I know, I knew that actually, but I want to watch it. I want everyone to know she's stopping to take a picture of Stella right now, probably for the Instagram. Yeah, well, she was cute. She doesn't sit all the time, but when she does, it's very cute. Okay. Uh, yeah, she wrote, she directed uh, Inca Mummy Girl and The Puppet Show from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I think were both season one show episodes. Do you think Buffy was best in season one? No. Okay. I think Buffy's best season is season two. That's, that, I feel like that's a lot of shows. 
But you wouldn't know because you haven't seen Buffy. Whatever. Y- you know what you should do? No. You should watch Buffy the Vampire oh, yeah. Slayer. I know, I know. I already feel like it's influential on my life. Do you know what I mean? No, because you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay. Fine. I've seen episodes. So, do you know what was kind of significant about the start of this episode? No. There was no Jughead voiceover. I think we're good with that. Yeah? Do you think you just... Would you be happy if it was just gone forever? There is this really amazing... What is it? IO9 article about why Jughead is a bad writer, and they just take his voiceover... Uh, and, like, just put it down and, on paper. And they're like, this isn't trash. <laughs> um, it's kind of good. Because it's, like, it's not bad voiceover, but it is, like, not a good novel. It's a lot like uh, Grey's Anatomy would also be pretty much reaching yeah. to get her voiceover. Scrubs was always kind of... Would kind of make fun of it sometimes. You know Whereas, like, it was at that moment that I realized we were all kind of going through the same thing. Like, they'd make the joke <laughs> right. that, that he would say something like that. Uh, yeah, I I wonder though because this I wonder if they did it very much on purpose in this episode because this is kind of the episode where everybody breaks up with Jughead. Yeah, that's sad. It was a sad episode for many reasons. He was. Uh, I mean, obviously this is gonna happen, but I didn't expect the countdown to break up to happen so abruptly. Yeah, there was no time in to this count. episode. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a big moment between him and Betty, but to have Archie do it for Betty. And not even by her own choice, because the black hood's, like, behind it. Yeah, that. that was surprising to me. I read a really interesting quote from Cool Sprouse about this episode, how he was saying that it was particularly terrible that Archie did it, because when Archie and Betty were growing up, it was like, they were like the three amigos, but Jug had always kind of felt, felt like an outsider. Yeah, because Betty was always in love with Archie. Right. And yeah. not that he was always in love with Betty, but that, you know, it's like, clearly, like, if Jug had disappeared in that situation, Betty would be like, not giving a fuck, kind yeah. of. And yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. it's not like that now, but to have it kind of be like that again is sort of shitty. And she told Archie not to hurt Jughead, but I think it was a lot of, like, Oh, the serpents came out. The same serpents that Archie got in a fight with the other day. And also... He's like, these guys attacked me. And I'm like, (laughs) you organized the location of the fight. Exactly. No, bullshit. So... That's not... Yeah. That made him get really aggressive with it. And Cole Sprouse, like, you know, he was having some trouble a couple episodes ago with, like, his sadness over his dad going to jail for 20 years. But he, like, legit looked shook uh, in that moment. Wait. Wait, hold on. I thought that we got FP out of prison. Uh, we haven't seen him in a while. He's in next Where episode. Where the fuck is he? Okay. It's, uh, no, he's gonna, he's gonna get time served, so I guess he's got a little bit longer before he's out. Or I thought time, like time served meant you already time. You already That's what I thought, too, but here we are. We haven't seen him in a couple episodes. Maybe he's taking a trip, a post-jail Legit, trip. I, I'm not even that worried. Like, I haven't missed him that much in the plot. Yeah, well, what would he be doing? Showing up at more teenagers' parties? Like, I hope so. That's all I would like. I, I think it's a lot easier to write Jughead's descent into the serpents without him around. So, I have to be honest about something. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about this. I'm very confused about the backstory of the parents. And I'll, let me just tell you why. Okay. So, we've established that Alice Cooper went to high school with Hermione, Mary... Um, Fred. Fred. And Hiram. Hiram and FP. Yes. We also established that at some point, um, Alice Cooper was a Southside Serpent. Mm-hmm. There is a separate high school for the Southside. Yes. 
FP is a serpent, but lived on the north side? Potentially. So, okay, so here's how I think they could fix it. Or they could explain it. Like, not fix it, but... I think at some point it needs to be established that there was not always a Southside High School, that there was a North Side and the South Side, and that in the past, perhaps by the Riverdale riots, that was like when they realized they had to separate the North and the South Side like more officially, and that was when Alice Cooper moved from the South Side to like the North Side or something. Do you know what I mean? Like so, because it doesn't really make sense at all. Mm-hmm. Like why would there be well. Jughead went to school on the north side and then didn't anymore. So it could be something like that. Some redistricting happened. Right, uh, that's possible, yeah. That is possible. Or, you know what? It just doesn't matter that much. I know, but it's interesting. Yes. Uh, Alice Cooper was a Southside Serpent. I thought we kind of knew this already. Um, yeah, we did. But like, there's official newspaper evidence which... Apparently, she had spent years tracking down and destroying, like, George Lucas and the Star Wars Holiday Special. Wait, really? You can't find the Star Wars Holiday Special? <laughs> no, that's, that's, it's a true, like, it's really difficult to find copies of it. Oh, because he hates it? Yeah, because it was a huge mistake and it's really bad. I would like to watch that. Me too. Yeah. But she, uh, yeah, she destroyed all of them. The Black Hood found it, further credence that it is Hal Cooper. Mm. And I guess she just embraces it because <laughs> she shows yeah. up. Oh my god! To the uh, to the to the event in the lowest cut dress. Taylor uh, Swift coming through. I mean, come on! Don't take credit away from Alice. Okay, fine, but it is a weird coincidence. Have you seen that music video? Which one? Look what you made me do. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, but do you remember the? It's not. But do you remember the red dress that she wears when she's sitting on the throne with all the snakes? Yes. It is very similar to that dress. She wears a very similar jewelry. You when, did the, when did the music video come out? Maybe at the most two months ago, but I don't think so. There's no way they could have filmed this episode. They could have, there's no way to me that they could have seen this episode. I've seen the video and filmed the episode. You don't think? I don't think so. I don't think there's enough time. They tend to film CW shows in about seven days. But that doesn't mean that it was filmed seven days ago. Do you know what I mean? Right. But the actual episodes that, like, they're done production-wise on are about three ahead, uh, three weeks ahead of where we are right now. Okay. So it's possible. It, it, it is, I think. Maybe. Here's my question. Did they try to get the music rights to Look What You Made Me Do for that shot? Would that have worked better? I still think that it was too soon ago that that video came out. But they still could have gotten the song if they yeah, wanted to create true. that connection. That's true. I imagine it would be very expensive. Yeah, because Taylor Swift is kind of the worst when it comes to that stuff. Oh, don't be mean. I, I'm sorry. I got, I got issues with her and her I, practices. Oh, my God. This is when John and I get into a real fight. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. I understand why people have their issues with her. But have you I, ever seen the BuzzFeed article about how she used yes, victimization to build her entire career? It's actually a pretty interesting That's article. A, it's a yeah, freaking it great is. article, it's and it's totally true. I'm not saying that she's in She's of- still doing it. Look what you made me do. She's still the victim. Oh, John. And we made her produce a bad song. 
I like that song. I'm sorry. I'm like one of the last Taylor Swift fans out there. You will be the last. Of, I know. I, I, it's, it's, it's lessening every day, I think. I know. I know. But I, I, I like her music a lot. I can't help it. I'm fully expecting this to be the most controversial moment I in know. our entire careers. Guys, please don't hate me for loving Taylor Swift. Or hate me for not, not liking Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Honestly, guys, this is proving that people with different political opinions can get along. I'm. You can delete that. No, I'm confused. So the uh, the event at the the Sodell Project, the grounds for Hiram Land. What Hermione like kind of goes up to Fred, and like tries to get him so on stage weird. with them. <clears throat> so weird. Which is definitely some kind of. Uh, it's part of their ongoing plot. I wonder if they're gonna try to. You know what it is. I think they're gonna try to bring Fred down. Why they're gonna make they? him. They're gonna make it look like he's responsible for something terrible, and then they're and then, yeah. so that people stop believing in the good part of Riverdale and just buy into for Hiram moving <laughs> out, so they can build just destroy it all, raise the earth, and uh, and build a build a theme park on top of it. Honestly, that's the only thing that it's makes sense. It's definitely happening, and I'm really excited. <laughs> it is canon. Uh, it yeah. is canon. They're gonna. There's gonna be a set of water slides near the uh, southernmost point. Of the of the park called the Southside Serpents. Such a good one! Oh my god, they're gonna like entangle. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna go over so each normal. other. Yeah, I would totally. And all go the there. staff working that has has the leather jackets on. Oh my god, and they must wear it even when it's like ninety nine <laughs> degrees. It's, it's fucking brutal for all the kids working their summer jobs down there. Yeah, it's not fun. I, no one said Hiram was a good place to be employed. But in this episode, the lodges are looking for some financial help for Hiram Land. Which they go to the St. Clair family and Nick St. Clair. Okay. Who might be the worst teenager the show has ever had. Worst teenager ever, period. So I guess I really had very different um, ideas about what this character was going to be. You thought it was going to be boyfriend, right? Well, not a boyfriend, but... One, they they did definitely make him seem like he was Veronica's ex-boyfriend and not... Just some dude that she went to p- play parties with. We definitely fooled around at some point. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I didn't actually get that impression because of the way she was like, whoa, what are you doing? And like, we never did dated. Did she say, I'm with Archie now? Or did she just say, I'm with Archie? I think she said, I'm with Archie, but I could be wrong. But either way, it doesn't really matter because yeah. she didn't, I don't know. And she made a kind of point like, oh, we never dated. But she w- she never said like, oh, we never dated, but we fooled around yeah. or whatever. Like, or we never officially I dated. I just kind of assumed. Which I did is, too, I but. I guess bad on my part. Well, I mean, it kind of. To make that assumption. I mean, he seems. Well, at first we were like, oh, maybe he, he just seems very, very overly familiar with yeah. her. Yeah. Well, then I was like, well, maybe he's secretly gay or something. And that's like... <laughs> he came so- off as very gay when he first <laughs> he came in. He did. But I was like, he's definitely bi at least. Right. But then I realized, no, this is just how they think New York City kids act. And they're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> they're not wrong. No, yeah, they're kind of accurate. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Totally real. So, yeah, he... I, I do like that he's the most... Like, he's basically... He walked out of... Um, Gossip Girl in the yes, show. Yes, exactly. It's like, you guys want a bump? You know, an after-dinner bump? 
You don't cocaine. Get cocaine right after dinner. <laughs> to Archie and Veronica. Archie's like no, because of course he's not. Archie literally and looked like, like Veronica. It was... Veronica thinks it's an amazing triumph that she says no. She's like, see, Archie, I've changed. Like she gives him the look and be like, you changed me for the better. I don't do cocaine <laughs> and, at all. The and time. Nick's like, all right, fine. <laughs> then he invites everyone to a party at his apartment. Where Veronica Which, does do drugs. So. Everyone does drugs. I like that he's like, I know I want some jingle jangle. What the fuck? It made its way to New York? <laughs> and Reggie's like, oh, I love jingle jangle. And we're all like, we know you sell jingle jangle. Which what is don't do the product. I saw a great tweet where someone was just like, I'm pretty sure it's just pixie sticks. And like, they're all really sugar deprived. But that can't be true because the maple syrup. Exactly. So jingle jangle is just the drug. The drug, yeah. It's the ultimate drug. It's gonna get you horny. It's gonna get you. It's gonna get you weird. It's gonna make you kind of dizzy. Because <laughs> like Everything. Archie just looks like confused the entire time once he's done the drugs. Everything's gonna move in slow motion. <laughs> they showed uh, Kevin and Cheryl kind of just dancing on the couch, so and good. I was really into whatever Kevin was doing in that one. I honestly thought this party was very fun. <clears throat> Betty was being kind of a, a good time. Kind of a lame <laughs> Someone. Someone calls out Archie. We're like, where even was he during the party? I'm like, he was right behind Veronica, like, kissing her neck. Did you not see that one, Nick? Yeah, I know. That was really weird. Betty's out of line, but she's also, again... Not doing this because she's angry with them. This yeah, is all she black hood metal. Really mean to Veronica. I would just punch. And, but like it was also, you know what? It was the same as uh, last week's crazy ex girlfriend, where someone just went yes, off. Yes, it and, was. Like, it was all very accurate. Yeah, and kind of broke down the character. So mean. That's the thing. That's why it's so mean. It's not that. It's not that Betty's saying things that are completely untrue but are mean. Mm-hmm. It's that they all have like. Not the hundred percent truth, no, but, but a little you bit. Could, you can see it from that angle. Yeah. Which, oh man, this gave me a taste of what I thought the show was going to be like. When it was going to be more Betty versus Veronica. Yeah, and I'm happy they didn't go that way because it's so awkward and uncomfortable, and I don't want to be hmm. there. Yeah, I agree. So Cheryl's into Nick, though. Oh yeah. Like Cheryl sees him and is like, "Oh, I'll be at your party an hour late." Which I'm like, yes. okay, that's kind of rude to tell the guy that. <clears throat> I have Fine. a doctor's appointment, but then I will be there. I swear, I'm coming. Just don't leave for another place without me. <clears throat> Put it in the and Facebook group if you are. She comes to the Hiram Land uh, like uh, event. And I honestly, when they first started going down the low-cut dress, I'm like, Cheryl. I assumed it was Cheryl because she likes to steal the room. But no, she's wearing kind of like a normal too. black dress. And she goes up to Nick, and she's like, hey, get me a drink. And he's like, you got it, sweetheart. And then he roofies her. It's so bad. Oh, I feel so bad about this whole thing. But not before he also does the same thing to Veronica, basically. Yeah, yeah. He tried to hook up with Veronica the night before, and And she she had to slap him off. No. And then Veronica kind of forgives him. Because her family... Is the fucking worst. This is freakishly prescient. This story, like, yeah, so weird how they they kind of oh what a week, what a week. But it's also kind of been like a what a lifetime for every woman alive. I I know, so. but I'm really enjoying this time where uh, it's as if Hollywood, uh, Hollywood men sleaze bags are Nick Saint Clair, and 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 the world is the pussy cats kicking him while he's down on the ground. 
And like, like I, I am happy that all these people are being called out and in succession that it's not dying down, that it's continuing. Yeah. Just kind of a, you're right. No, I'm also happy. It's just kind of a bummer because now it's like what changed because the same shit has been happening. So I'm kind of like, what, mm. Yeah, what was the big one that, like, kind of started the... Oh, it was Weinstein. It was uh, Weinstein, but Weinstein also, yeah. started this whole thing. Good job, Harvey. Good job. Thank you. Can we give the credit to the women instead? Right, yeah, let's do but that. But I'm pretty happy that this is that this is a story that, like, isn't shocking anymore. Right. <laughs> that, like, oh. the guy walks in and be like... Oh, he's going to rape someone. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> just assume it happens, Although yeah. we were saying that in the uh, trailers for this episode, it looked like Cheryl was very consensual. Yeah, that's... in throwing her on the, on the bed. I was going to say that is... And I don't blame... The marketing team? I don't blame the marketing team, but I will say that maybe in the future it's kind of a... I don't know. There's something kind of about that that I felt weird about because I was like... They teased it that it was like this sexy scene and even though when you actually watch it it doesn't feel like sexy or whatever it did kind of like rub me the wrong way that it was like i don't know that it was like presented as oh it just could possibly be stella sneezing in the middle of my speech that it could possibly <laughs> be some sort of like i don't know like sexualized moment because i don't know but but I understand why they did it. They didn't want to give away the storyline, and obviously it's a pretty important one, and I think they handled it pretty well. Yeah. Um, just having all the women come up and be like... That was kind of yeah. amazing. That was the Pussycats good. see him basically carrying Cheryl away, and they leave in the middle of their cover of that song from Rent, which also, I kind of really enjoyed that cover. That, that was a really good cover. The full version is, of course, on YouTube somewhere. But instead, they leave, and yet they continue singing. And, yeah, and go back to his hotel room and just kick the shit out of Nick. It's amazing. It's amazing. And Josie gets the first punch, and she's like, oh, right, my BFF Cheryl. Right, his very best friend. Still don't understand it. <laughs> I'm going to need a flashback episode for that one, Roberto. It's fine that they are friends now, but I would like to know, like, they've been best friends forever. Are they best friends in the comics, or are you just supposed to, like, be Dude, like... I don't know. I never got to Cheryl in the comics. Oh, She really? wasn't in any of the issues I read. Okay. From what I understand, she was just invented as, hey, Archie has a blonde and a brunette. Let's give him a redhead, too. Weird. Okay. I don't love that phrasing. Yeah, well... Archie was created in a very different time. Yeah. There are, like, more redheads in Riverdale than anywhere else in the country. It is strange. Unless we had a weird explanation for it. They're all related? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Oh, God. Then then Archie can't go with Betty either, because then that's incest. I think we're just going to make incest not a bad thing. Is that where the society is going at this point? Between this and Game of Thrones? I was more thinking People are fine with incest? On Riverdale specifically. Oh, because I get this... Did you, you don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? No, but obviously I know about that. I get the sneaking suspicion George R. R. Martin has like a has like a hot cousin or something. And he's like, people are talking about it. Just saying. And it's in the zeitgeist. Look, everyone's like, you know what? Maybe it's okay. Yeah. Maybe it is okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not. Bad. Yeah. Bad thing. <laughs> anyway. It's not okay. So, let's talk about Betty and the Black Hood. Yeah, so, remember when I said that I had a fan theory that I wrote up yesterday, and you were like, do I have to read it? Do you want to do that now or later? Mm, 
we'll save it for rumor mill. But okay, yeah, she texted me to be like, I have a theory about the black hood, and I voted up. It's like, okay, so should I go to the website or are you just gonna tell me tomorrow? She's like, I'm gonna tell you tomorrow. <laughs> the latter. Both. <laughs> so, your boy is still really all about that Betty, but now he claims he wants her all for himself. Yeah, come on, dude. Don't be clingy. So he has her break up with Veronica and Jughead. He tells her not to tell the cops or her mother, but she tells Archie. Because she's like, this will do nothing. (laughs) Like anyone cares. Also, like, Archie is someone who it seems like he's not targeting, so he's decided Archie was taken advantage of during the Grundy thing. Right, yeah. He was watching her. <gasps> He's all up in her business. He, She asks if she would know the face, and he says she would. Bullshit. Then, okay. Uh, <laughs> then she uh, asks to meet him and find out who he is. So he pulls her to a house where she has, he has her put on a mask and look in a mirror. Which is some uh, cute bullshit. <laughs> I was so pissed. Fuck that guy. <laughs> See, we're all the same. No, no, don't. Come on. You made me drive to an abandoned house. <laughs> this took three hours. I know. Out of my day. Exactly. Fuck you. Not okay. <clears throat> He's the worst person. I dislike him greatly. But it does have the amazing ending of... Uh, him forcing her to nominate someone for death, and she nominates Nick St. Clair. Yeah, that was amazing. I honestly, that was incredible. That's such a good the way she situation said it, to force a character into. I know, but the way she was like, I don't know, don't make me choose, don't make me choose. If it was me, I'd be like Nick St. Clair. Like you wouldn't have to finish the sentence. I need Nick you to Saint. Nick St. Clair. She was a victim. Nick St. Clair. <laughs> Do you want me to give you an address? <laughs> He's staying at the Five Seasons, which hey, makes sense. Give me a number. I will text you a picture. Um, <laughs> Just want to make sure you got the wrong, guy, the right guy. The douchiest curly hair you've ever seen. He seems slightly gay. <laughs> he's definitely hiding an element of uh, queer sexuality. Oh, I don't think he's hiding it. I think that's just how New York City kids apparently yeah. are on TV shows. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because he was definitely, like, hitting on Archie, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. He was being a little weird with it. Oh, no, you're right. Maybe he was hoping to do a group thing. I don't want Archie in group sex ever. (laughs) That would be that would be wildly uncomfortable. I mean, he's very like attractive, but like that's not like like, it makes me the poor little precious baby. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited for what this means. I mean, it's probably going to mean Nick St. Clair dies or the Black Hood bungles this one again, and he's just (laughs) hospitalized and he's in the same room as Moose. Oh, that'd way, be cute. No Midge this week, so I'm still upset. I don't know if she's coming back. I'm in love with Midge. I don't know. I know. We're all in love with Midge. Midge. So what do you think about the Southside Serpent's uh, initiation? Honestly, not so bad. No? no. You, get a, you get a dog for a couple of days? You get a dog for That's a couple That's kind of nice. That's the best. What was what was the other things they... Uh, uh, being bitten by a snake that's not even poisonous. You gotta, you gotta learn the code. That's yeah, you gotta get bitten by a snake. What is that like? Uh, it's almost like getting a needle, like a shot. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it hurts. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure that's, that's brutal. Uh, they wisely chose just not bother showing us that. And they're yeah. just like, oh, you gotta take the knife out of there. Yeah. If I were, I would research ahead of time, figure out like how to how to like trick snakes and like how, get how them to look over there snakes? and then like grab that knife. So, although then I bet I wouldn't be officially 
a member. Yeah, no, I think they want you to be bit. They definitely want you to get bit. But I'm sure the snake doesn't always bite someone. Someone took that serpent motif really far. I wonder who started the gang. It was like, uh, snakes. We're going to be about snakes. Yeah. Probably someone who actually got bitten by, like a couple guys who actually got bit by a snake were like, see, we're like the serpent because we all got bitten by a snake. You know what makes you not a snake? Being bitten by a snake. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Whoa. Well, that's deep, man. It's so that deep. would be a bigger thing, actually, would be if, like, to give you, like, a pheromone or something and go in there and get the knife without getting bitten by the snake. It would be yeah. more of a snake thing. It's possible. Oh, well. And then the last thing is to uh, walk down a line of other serpents and get, like, beaten up by them. Yeah, that was harder. That's, a, that's not as much fun. That's, like, not my favorite part. A, it, it gets harder as it goes on while listening to the cover of Let's Go Out Tonight by Juicy and the Pulley Pussycats. Uh, which doesn't no. thematically fit. Mm, well, it, it does fit because they talk about pussycats in the song. They go, oh, meow. You're right. But that might be stuff they add. No, no, no. That's in the song. It's in the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, they go, like, meow. Ha. And then they also have... It's like want to wail at the moon like a cat in heat, and they're pussy cats. Get it? So they're cats. Re- they're cat references, and that's the only reason they'd be singing. Rosario it. Dawson sings that one, right? So in the movie, mm-hmm. and she was a pussy cat. Exactly. The pussy Don't cats. think I did not know about it. It's all it. connected. When can we get her or did you the original Josie about this? back into the show? To did, visit. You, did you read my article no, about no, this? No, no, because that's literally. But I don't read. need. I don't need any tirade. It's fine. We can. We don't need her. No, that's not true. We do need her. No, we're good. We're oh, good. Come okay. on. You can watch Sharknado if you want to see Tara Reed. That's really harsh, but okay. Maybe I will. It's the movie series that had people vote to see if she lives or dies. Wait, really? Yeah. Did they Sharknado do- 3 ends with something plummeting towards her and then has, shows up like a hashtag she lives, hashtag she dies. Are you vote kidding? Now. Did it work? What happened? She lived. That's nice. <laughs> wow, the internet's a lot nicer than that Black Mirror episode. This has happened. This is not even the first time. Uh, there was um, not to get too much into like a Batman thing, but the, he had a Robin, like a sidekick, oh, no. and he had people vote to see if they live or if he lives or dies. People and voted to kill him. Why? Because uh, they didn't like the character. That's fucked up. So the Joker beat him to death. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah, he got better. He's fine now. He came back. He came back. Yeah, he came back from the dead. How? You're not going to like this explanation, but a Superboy from an alternate universe punched reality so hard that something's reset and he was brought back to life. How do you punch reality? It's a great question. So anyway, in Riverdale, uh, what other other plots should we be getting into? Um, Uh, Well, Betty in the Black Hood. Yeah. Alice Cooper. Where, where was that bus stop that Betty was at? I don't know. Where are there bus Because she wasn't even catching a bus to go anywhere. So she just walked to a field somewhere. Just to cry. Just, just have a good cry. Man, my, my crying field is actually, uh, it's a bit further out. Yeah. It's near Pasadena area. I do have a crying field. <laughs> Doesn't everyone? Everyone has a crying field. Mm-hmm. Mine's just like a Target parking lot, though. Oh, the Red Circle's disbanded two episodes after it started. What happened to the Red Circle? Um, they got in a fight with Southside Serpents and almost could have killed somebody. Uh, Dylan got stabbed. It's potentially he stabbed himself, is what I might have seen online. Maybe. <clears throat> and well, so, it was his own knife. I think it was probably an accident. 
Uh, or it's on purpose, knowing like him. To, to cause like, chaos? See, they're dangerous. They stabbed me. Yeah, they they towed the too. line. Uh, but Archie, Archie made another video that's like, all right, we're done. Which I hope was just a video of all those guys putting their shirts back on. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. This was excessive. <laughs> oh, there is one thing we haven't talked about. Tony fucking Topaz. Oh, yeah. So Tony, moments after hearing that mm. Jughead broke up with Betty... Kisses him. Okay, now, I we've don't been like that, you anymore. We've Tony. been vocal that like they don't. She hasn't shown a lot of interest in him. Yeah, uh, she hasn't. Out front, she's just been the only girl in that school <laughs> near yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, but this is the direction it's going in. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like her now. Well, it's not that I'm. I'm not trying to slut shame you, Tony Tobaz. I'm just saying like. You obviously know, Stella, you're licking him. Okay. You obviously know that he just broke up with Betty, or Betty just broke up with him. He's in a vulnerable place. It makes you kind of a bad person. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it kind of makes you, like, you, what you did was shitty. Like, you did a shitty thing, Tony Topaz. Is she the one more fault, or is he? No, I don't. I think Because he, he doesn't know any better. He really right. does not know what's going on he on the doesn't know side anymore. On. No, but I just feel like it's, oh, hey, Archie's being really, really sketchy. Maybe I should call Betty. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's also Jackhead's fault. But, like, Tony, like, she was throwing shade at Betty for a while. Like, it just really did seem like she was kind of trying to, not to, like, I'm really not trying to, like, slut shame Tony Topaz here. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. But... It's just, like, not a really cool thing to do to me. I don't know. I know she's not friends Plus, with Betty. Plus, Jughead's, like, broken. Because mm, earlier in the episode, he meets up with Betty at Pops, and, like, they share a super long, passionate kiss. And, like, yeah. they're, like, really happy to see each other. And then Archie comes up and be like, she's willing to break up with you for weeks, man. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, wait, no, no. He's, man, man. Man, man. His American accent's a little bit weird. Like, I think it's rock solid, but there's just some words that, like, people don't say that. It's just too American. It's too American. It's too good. It's too good. It's the problem. So Other Australians or, or, or New Zealanders have much worse accents than that. Is Kiwi an offensive term? No. They like being called Kiwis. Kiwi. Taika Waititi is a Kiwi. Kiwi. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, Polly. I'm trying to see if I can still do the Betty impression. Oh, I was kind of hoping Polly would get got anyway this episode. That's terrible. You'd be like, oh yeah, sure, you save your sister. Not, and like... <laughs> she um, is coming back for the Christmas episode, and an oh, episode after that. Great, so they have her once for Christmas because family, mm-hmm. and one after that is she has the baby, and then she's gone. Yeah. That 100% she is gone she's after that. She's been pregnant for a long time. She's pregnant for a long time. Uh, That's one of my favorite TV tropes is when someone's pregnant for entirely too long. Right, exactly. You're like, wait, how did that? <laughs> there was a character in, and I don't watch the show anymore, but Family Guy, who was like pregnant for seasons. Oh, and yeah, one Bonnie. Point, and she does have a baby. At one point, Peter was like, listen, Bonnie, you're going to have the baby or not. You've been pregnant for eight years. <laughs> yes, no, it's good. She does eventually <clears throat> have the baby, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Betty. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not saying that Jughead and Tony don't have chemistry. I'm just saying like... It's weird to me for, for Tony to just be like, I'm going to kiss you, Jughead. You I had a girlfriend like two minutes ago, but this seems fine. I don't know what he what he's attracted to in her. She's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he was attracted to Betty because of her drive, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, that was like cool to him. Oh, don't get me wrong. I <clears> have <throat> a crush on Tony Tobias. Yeah, yeah. But like... Tony, Tony is... 
Great. Yeah, super hot, super cool. But her her whole character is like female Jughead. Yeah, well, not even female Jughead. Like, I have problems with the North Side. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we needed a bit more of Arsh or Jughead and Betty kind of being strained a little bit of like right. a differing of opinion about more stuff instead of him trying to play both sides for so long. You know what I think it is about Tony that I don't like? I think it's that she wasn't particularly <clears throat> cool to Betty for weeks. So it makes this whole I like you Jughead thing seem very like calculated. Mm-hmm. Almost like getting Jughead is getting him over to the south side as opposed to like... I wonder, but I hope it's not a calculation thing because then it's just Joaquin again. Oh, that's great. Joaquin. No, no, you don't want to see that plot twice. I want to see Joaquin back. When is he coming back? Oh, never. He's never, never coming back. Fuck. Joaquin. Uh, I also wanted a scene between Archie and Betty where, like, it might show a little bit that he's become more attracted to you her. You don't have to be in some cool, way. Archie. Like, I, yeah, I, I need, like, a... <laughs> I need a little bit more of, of, of them one-on-one. I really thought... That they were both not going to take any drugs at the party and, like, have a moment. No, Archie's a follower. <laughs> Archie's just like, you know what? Give me some of that jingle jangle, man. <clears throat> so American. And then that was ha- something that happened. Uh, God, I feel like I'm missing something. I just don't know what. Yeah, forget it. Uh, yeah. Next week, Nick St. Clair is probably going to die. I don't think he's going to die. I hope he dies. I don't think he's going to die. How many more episodes do we have before the Christmas one, by the way? How many more episodes are there before the mid-season break? Uh, well, chapter 18, chapter 19, chapter 20, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, okay. So we have um, one, two, three, four. Four? Four so more? So it'll be three episodes and then the fourth episode <coughs> will be. So the Christmas episode is the fourth episode from now. From now. Yeah. Yeah. And it is chapter 22, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yep. And then there's no date for that, but I imagine it'll be sometime in December. <coughs> or Christmas. Probably. I can feel your the, the pet allergy hitting me right now. Oh, really? So, <clears throat> hi, Stella. Well, then, in that case, let's talk about Prom King, Prom Queen. Okay. Well, I think that, hmm. I want to share the prom queen crown between the entire pussy cat. Yes, and that's all the so fair. And the pussy cats. Everybody's a prom princess. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yes, absolutely. Prom king, Archie. What? Fuck you, no. Ew. Who? Who? Jughead. For what? For being a good sweep. Oh, wait, no, he kissed on a Tobias. Fuck that. Okay. Uh, no one gets prom king for me. Um, I don't know. Archie doesn't seem... He was a petty little bitch. He was. Weren't they all petty little bitches this episode? No. It was mostly Archie. Jughead kind of... Fine, whatever. Fine, give it to Archie. Give it to Archie. I, I see, will. See if I care, John. <laughs> Who's the chaperone? Oh, Alice. It's Alice Cooper. Of course. Uh, and then who gets thrown under the bus? 
as the straw. Who gets dragged? Um, who gets dragged under the bus? Hmm. Well, the Hiram's. It's Nick St. Clair. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know why I was just thinking about the parents. Nick St. Clair, yeah, obviously. 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 We're going to run him over a few times, yeah. actually. Back it up. Yeah. It's like in Mean Girls when he just, he just exactly. gets slammed into them. And that's how Nick St. Clair died. Yeah. The black hooded is driving a bus in the next episode. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So without much further ado, tell me your theory. Let's talk Riverdale. Uh, let's rumor mill. Okay, so you can read this on uh, Refinery29 if you want, but Dark Betty is the accomplice of the Black Hood, which is Chick Cooper, or Chick, because I assume he's not going to take the Cooper name. Basically, Chick has been stalking Betty. She has... She was previously called... The idea is that she was called by the Black Hood went into a dissociative state where she was Dark Betty. <clears throat> and so she and the Black Hood have been working together, but only, like, Dark Betty and the Black Hood. The way the guy explained it on Reddit, way better than how I'm explaining it now, but it's really good theory. The idea is basically that he sees, like, his unhappy childhood as a result of the sins of Riverdale, which included Alice Cooper having sex with F.E. Jones, who is really the father of Chick Cooper and not Hal, which makes sense. Um, and he also says that the abandoned house that they went to was actually, like, the childhood home of Chick Cooper or, like, the place where he was left or born or something. It's a really good theory. Here's why you're wrong. I'm not saying that this is my theory. I'm just saying it's Here's a good why the theory. theory is wrong. Okay. You have no evidence for anything. Chick Cooper it's, isn't in the show yet. How did he find out that he's a Cooper? I don't think you understand what fan theories are, John. Uh, you need to have something to go on here. And Chick Cooper it's, might not even know he's a Cooper. Chekhov's gun. Shh. Do you know what Chekhov's gun is? Yeah, if you, if you see a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the third. Exactly. We haven't seen Chick Cooper yet. No, but we heard of Chick Cooper. We know he exists. Chick is the gun. We know he Chick exists. Chick is the gun. So he has to be seen. No, no. That's the only thing that's required here. He, we know he's out there, so we have to meet him. Mm-mm. It's not, we've said his name once, he must be a murderer. That's so, that's so insane. No way on earth. Also, require, Dark Betty isn't a dissociative state. Yes, it is. She clearly remembers doing these things. She, she has no know. lapses in memory. That's not true. Yeah, the it dark wake thing. She's aware of it though. I don't think she is aware she, of it. She realizes she's going too far and drags herself back, but it's not like she doesn't know what she did. No, she but knows her, exactly what she did. Remember when the Veronica and, asked her about and the wake? You love interviews so much. Lee Reinhardt said that version's not coming back. Wait, that's not true. Lee Reinhardt said that Dark Betty was coming back. Yes, but not, but not that the, version wait. of Dead of Dark Betty. Hmm, I think I'm interested. It can be interpreted. What is your theory, John? My theory is that it's Hal Cooper. Okay. It makes sense. Why? It all checks out. He is the right age and body type. Such a boring He knows everything about Betty. You were arguing for this weeks ago. (laughs) No, I know, but it's boring, right? Uh... Why doesn't that make... Why Why should that but, not be true just because it's predictable? Okay, but tell me... Is Cliff it, was something that is easy to predict, too, and it ended up being true. Were we happy about and that? And then we find out that they're similar because they're related. Interesting. That that Hal is the other coin of yeah. Blossom? 
Okay. I, I don't hate the poetry of that. But I do have to say, I think it would be really annoying to have the killer be exclusively a dad of Riverdale when last season's character was a dad of Riverdale. But it's got to be a dad of Riverdale. Because she not. has to know who the face is. And there are very few white male figures in that town that fit the bill. Well, there's another there's another thing to the Kevin. Oh, Keller no, theory. no. You know what? Oh, what? you mean the chick thing? No, 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 not the chick thing. To the Sheriff Keller theory. Oh, that she would know the face? That she would know the face, but also that people are now suspecting that where's Kevin's mom? And that maybe Kevin's mom was like in prison or something bad happened to Kevin's mom. Where was Archie's mom? Um, in, in Chicago with yeah. her hot boyfriend. So maybe her hot boyfriend is her hot girlfriend and Keller's mom. Oh my god! Yeah. I would die. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Clearly that's what's going on over there. Clearly. Yeah. So guys, like, what did you think? Like, <laughs> like that man, man, tweet at us. <laughs> tweet at us. Um, I feel like we had questions that we wanted. We would love questions. Yeah, we don't really get asked many questions. Ask us questions. You know, about anything. About Riverdale. It doesn't even have to be about Riverdale. I mean, you can ask us anything. Y'all see that episode of Mr. Robot that was all done in one shot? It was amazing. I mean, it's digitally stitched together, but... Yeah, I don't get how that works. It's really cool. I, like, my mind is blown whenever somebody does that, but, yeah. Um, What is a cool thing you're looking forward to this week or excited about? I had something for this. Yeah? You go first. Taylor Swift's new album. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That was, uh... Was faster than I expected. Um, I don't have much. I have uh, I've been playing a, new, a video game. Yay! Called Persona Five that, that I've been really enjoying. It's like it's like it's like you fight metaphors made real. Okay. It's so that so is a there's game a um, play, but okay. There's there's this there's this teacher in the school who who physically abuses the kids on his volleyball team and what? sexually abuses girls. Yeah, it's a dark what? it's a dark game, uh, and you can use this this power to like basically go into the the metaverse, the metatextual version of the world where like what? the school is literally a castle and he's literally a king and you have to conquer it and take him down. What the fuck? Yeah, I would love to play this game. <laughs> so- but it's like also like super anime, super Japanese. I would love this. I love that stuff. Taking down the patriarchy is so fun for me. <laughs> so fun. That's like my jam. That's like what I'm all about. But yeah, that's oh, what I'm Also, I want to ca- clarify that we were not mocking Nick St. Clair for seeming like he was definitely going to bang Archie. I personally would love more bisexual representation on television. But why does everybody from New York City have the same persona? We've only... Okay, so the people we know from New York City are Veronica... Nick. Well, let's talk about more in like television in general. Um, Absolutely true. Because it's New York. Degrassi, Baby. same persona. Gossip Girl, same persona. These are the only. Degrassi shows. has Americans in it. Yeah, but they're very Canadian, and it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> they're all from New York City, but they're all very Canadian. <laughs> it's very weird. Declan and Fiona, who is my great love. She's my favorite. That's nice. Declan was the guy on Terra Nova. Oh man, yeah. Terra Nova. He left Degrassi, I think, for Terra Nova. Oh, that was a bad choice. The dinosaurs uh, were yes. not expensive. 
Or no. they were very expensive, and well, that's why they barely showed up. That yeah. So if you ever they also to, they also built this super expensive like permanent set in New Zealand that damn. I think is just abandoned now. That would be cool to visit if you if you read the um, Bible or like the treatment for it that's mm-hmm. online. That's what they say. They're like the dinosaurs. They're expensive, so we're not going <laughs> to show that very often. Like that's literally what it says. Yeah. Which was a good idea in theory. That was the selling point. All the trailers were like, it's the guy from Avatar staring down a gun at some dinosaurs. Protecting (laughs) the last of humanity. You just never see the other side of the gun. Um, They're just, you know, you see him staring at the dinosaurs. (laughs) He's just looking at it. And they got sad and he's like, dinosaur. I thought it was a cool idea for a show, but it was a you know. it was a cute idea. Uh, I won't lie, I've had similar ideas for for stories. I'm gonna say don't write it because it's very expensive. <laughs> I would say, um, yeah, yeah, puppet dinosaurs. If you can incorporate puppets, Stella, John's allergic to you. They know. So John, where can they find you? Oh my God, they can find me on Twitter at John Patton. And they can find me on my blog, Catcher in the Rye. Good where pun. I spelled W-R-Y. Good pun. <laughs> you commented the pun before I even I know. explained it. I'm doing a whole piece. Uh, it's going to be a big write-up soon about the weird marketing strategies of Justice League. Because it's... Oh, yeah. You were talking about it the other day. Just been very flawed across the board, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. I totally meant to ask. I know. And you can find my dog at Stella the Mystery Pup. Or somewhere on my person trying to get me... Yeah. Super allergic. She's literally licking your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute, guys. If you hear the scamping, that's that's Stella. Oh, my God. She really wants to play with John. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We love you. Thank you for all the reviews. If you want to leave us a review, we're happy to read it on the site. And also, <clears throat> really, they make me so happy if they're positive and they crush my soul if they're negative. So Just leave either one. Leave. I love to see both of those reactions <laughs> from her. Leave either one. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Bye, River Vixens.